Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Behind the Mic with Audiophile magazine. I'm Michelle Cobb, publisher of Audiophile, and this week we are talking about the selections of 2021's best audiobooks. And today, it's no mystery, we'll be talking about mysteries. <laughs> and I've got a very special guest, Richard Ferrone. But first, before we bring him in, here are our choices for best audiobooks in mystery and suspense. Blood Grove by Walter Mosley, read by Michael Boatman. The Maidens by Alex Michaelides, read by Louise Brealey and Cobna Holbrook-Smith. The Murder on the Links by Agatha Christie, adapted by Kate McCall and performed by Alfred Molina, Simon Helberg, and a full cast. The Night Gate by Peter May, read by Peter Forbes. Velvet Was the Night by Silvia Morena-Garcia, read by Gisela Cepe. And Ocean Prey by John Sanford, read by Richard Ferrone. Welcome, Richard. It's a pleasure being with you. And congratulations. Thank you. This book is part of a series. I think it's the 31st, if I recall. Can you tell us what the series is about and what this particular audiobook is about? Well, in a nutshell, I mean, you, to cover 31 uh, episodes in this series, uh, in a nutshell, it's about how this maverick detective by name, Lucas Davenport, solves a crime. But what makes it so interesting is that, um, the, first of all, the, the crimes are usually very violent and complicated. And then it's this uh, maverick of a detective Lucas Davenport, who makes it all so exciting. This particular title also had Virgil Flowers, is that correct? That is correct. And um, Virgil was worked into the series, I don't know how many years, about halfway through, maybe 15 years ago, as uh, somebody that that Lucas knew in his uh, detective work uh, up in Minnesota, and uh, he called uh, Virgil, Virgil worked with him. And then um, he, Virgil himself as a character became very popular. So uh, the author, John Sanford, spun him off to uh, start writing novels uh, with just Virgil as the um, main protagonist. Now, you've got a lot of tough guys in these books. How do you keep them all straight? And how do you differentiate them? You know, that's... 
That's a good question. Um, <laughs> I started out 30, 31 years ago finding certain characteristics about the, the detectives that Lucas worked with regularly. And there were several that for about the first 15 years always popped up. When, when Lucas was um, working in Minneapolis, of course, he had a regular staff of uh, detectives that he worked with, and um, that was great. I mean, I had one of them, you know, they talked about, he was described as having had a past of uh, doing a lot of coke and that sort of thing. So there are certain uh, vocal things that happen to somebody who uses a lot of coke. Um, so I tried to work that in, but whether or not I had that part of him correct, it gave me a little way to uh, give him, make 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 his character a little bit different and something that I could always remember as I went from book to book. And that was the same way. Another one was really kind of a sad sack and, um, you know, had a, a more serious sense of humor and... Um, there's, there's just, you know, Sanford does a great job of, of uh, giving you a good character description, which I just make a portrait of that person in my mind. And vocally, quite honestly, vocally, something happens when I have a clear picture of the person. Sometimes, every once in a while, I, I do pick on uh, a particular... Uh, actor who has a very distinctive voice and again not trying to mimic that actor's voice but again uh it gives me a way of of identifying that character and and that happens with particularly certain political people that appear in in his novels for some reason the political people uh you know i, I can tie in better with um with actors. <laughs> I hope I didn't get myself into trouble with some actors. <laughs> well, you have, you've named no names. So I think you're, you're safe. Good. So has anything <laughs> in particular stayed with you about ocean prey? Yeah. You know, uh, this was, uh, well, for, first let me, let me say that uh, as this series has, has gone on, I don't think that uh, John Sanford's, crimes are as bloody and gory and violent as they were in the first uh, oh five to ten years I mean there, there were some terrible ones so and now they've become a little bit more politically involved John Sanford has has brought uh, Lucas out of Minnesota and working as a US marshal under the authority of of the uh, main US marshal in in uh, in the federal government um, in Washington and so he gets these assignments all over the country now and here he ends up in Florida so uh, what what sticks in my mind about him is Lucas has uh, a bit more of a conscience about this maverick drive that he that has kept him going for the past 30 years and it makes it very interesting because he's constantly uh, dealing with uh, trying to mete out the justice as to the criminals as he sees it. And yet you can feel his conscience saying, uh, no, he, he, he really should just bring this person in. Somehow it happens that 
there's a shootout and, and Lucas uh, uh, has to kill the guy you know, or woman. In this one, okay, you, you're, I, I'm really not answering your question about Ocean Prey, what stands out about Ocean Prey in particular. Really, one of the things that stands out about it is uh, the fact that he brings Virgil in to work with him once more. And Virgil is a great character all in, his, all in himself. And Virgil ends up doing an incredible job as a deep sea diver in this. And so the interplay between Virgil and the criminals and Lucas's assistant, who's a woman, is just wonderful interplay. Uh, there's just wonderful interaction between Virgil and um, the other person in the, in the story. Well, thanks for giving us such great character interactions and many excellent mysteries. And congratulations on being back on the audiophile best of the year list. I know you've been here before. Well, thank you, Michelle. And it's really wonderful to know that uh, so many fans of John Sanford are keep coming back for more. And uh, there'll be more in years to come. I know, as a matter of fact, I just uh, was reading that uh, he's actually, um, for, those of, for those who are listening, if you don't know it, um, he's uh, already, he is um, starting a series based on his uh, adopted daughter, Letty. That's, that's something to look forward to. I'm sure there'll be uh, probably some wonderful female narrator uh, narrating that one. I hope, I hope it is a, a wonderful female narrator. Well, I'm sure it will be. And, uh, you know, we, we look forward to hearing you on more of the John Sanford and on more mysteries in general. You, you do a great job with those. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, Michelle. And thank you for uh, having me. In this best of the year edition of Behind the Mic with Audiophile magazine, we've been talking about Ocean Prey by John Sanford with Richard Ferrone. Support for our podcast comes from Oasis Family Media, publishers of Oasis Audio, Paperback Classics, and Hollywoodland Audiobooks. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, please join us all week for more chats with narrators and follow us on social media. The full list of Audiophile's best audiobooks can be found at audiophilemagazine.com. This is Michelle Cobb. Thanks for listening. <laughs>